The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Dust in the wind. All they are is dust. This was my study music. And the only reason that this song came out, it must have come out in around 1980 or 81. And it was, I had a radio station that was playing in my room while I was studying. And is one of those stations that repeated the songs every half hour or whatever. They didn't change much, uh, up much. And um, I just got in the habit of, I could remember um, what I had been studying if I started singing this in my head. It was just really weird. So I just put it on a loop and started listening to just it. And I would literally just sing until I got to the part where, oh yeah, I remember now how you fill out an import-export document. I love Bo- it. Dust in the wind. Uh, we were talking about uh, what you last Googled because uh, Google News Lab uh, put together a list of the most common how-to questions that people search for. They came up with a list of 100. We're not going to do 100 of them, of course, but I asked you, what did you last search for? And I know that the last thing I searched for on Google, which did not make the list, was how to remove additional pages on an Excel document. Have you ever done an Excel document and you go to print it and it says, you know, do you want to print all 182 pages? You're like, oh, yeah. What are you talking about? It's only one page, but there doesn't seem to be a way to just highlight the extra pages and delete them. Um, but there is a command in that very complicated bar above. So I actually had to, you know, watch a YouTube video on how to do it. It seems like it should be way easier. Speaking of courses and they should be in school. Yeah, it should work be. Excel, Excel Word, like yes. all those uh, Microsoft Office uh, programs that everybody ends up using in one degree or another, or and PowerPoint. Mo- and most people don't even skim the surface of what they're... Of what uh, they're capable yeah. of doing, absolutely. And it's funny how if you do something like, you know, you have a list of whatever and you realize there's a way to push one button button and put the list in alphabetical order. Was that the East Boon? Coaster in here? I don't know what Boon? happened there. No, I just... Uh, was chewing my gum at the same time. <laughs> Can't do radio and chew gum. Um, but then the next time you go to do it, do you think you can find that command again? You're like, I know it exists because I did it once, but you can never find it, and back you are to Google. And I asked you, uh, our listeners, what did you last uh, Google? Uh, how to remove the rear wheel on my Harley? Sure. How to install T-bar ceiling? I can imagine. Uh, how about this? I had to Google the fuse box diagram on my old truck, it had started honking when I turned corners. <laughs> Can you imagine how embarrassing that was for me? <laughs> I managed to find the fuse for it and pull it out as a temporary fix. And uh, this one, how to root my phone, sure. Uh, how to perform various IT tasks. If they had any clue how many of my answers came from Google, I'd be unemployed. I'm assuming that's an IT guy sending that in. Um, and this text, I used to study with the TV on. Studies suggest that the ambient noise improves focus. Hmm. Oh, if there's a TV on, I'm not listening to a word you're saying. I have to turn the TV off to focus. Is that a fact? Yes. There's a TV going on right above your head right now, and yet I'm totally focused on what you're saying. Well, there's no sound. That's true. Um, so what was the last thing you Googled? Uh, how to use trip cancellation insurance, because we're about to book a trip. <laughs> yeah. And I've never paid for the trip cancellation insurance. And so I just said, how do you use it? And was did you get a satisfying answer? Because I would imagine all insurance policies are different. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't, I'm don't. i not convinced that if you need to cancel, it's going to work. Right. But, 
I did. But I just Googled how to right now, and I'm I, oh the, yeah, almost the better th- thing to do is just life, let it fill it in. You, you start filling in the things that people are googling around you is amazing. Um, I just started typing how to into Google. It said how to make slime which is like a new big thing that kids are playing with. By the way, you just need a little bit of school glue, borax, which is sodium tetraborate, food coloring, water, and two bowls, and, and you've got slime. You would know that if you took the course that's offered at the U of A. How to make slime, that's right. Uh, very popular. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next one, for this is for our kind of our area, what's really popular right now. How to make slime, how to tie a tie, and how to prepare for a hurricane. Oh, that would totally make sense. Yes. I got the exact same three kills. Yeah. Really, eh? Except well, for how to tie a tie was first for some reason. I've never <laughs> understood why people can't tie a tie. Doesn't your dad teach you how to tie a tie when you're really young? I'm asking two women. But. Yeah, uh, yeah. Does yeah. it? Not so much. Do you remember it, though? Because I remember yeah. I was in Brownies and Girl Guides, and I could oh, not yeah. for the life and remember how to properly do really? that bandana. Well, I'm not 100% sure I do it right. But, I mean, it looks good at a distance. It's looks... not supposed to be around your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not until not till the office party's almost over. Exactly. Uh, this is the list. I uh, compiled the top 10 out of their top 100. And at number 10, and, and I checked it to make sure I didn't copy this down wrong, how to gain weight. You would have thought it'd be how to lose weight. But at number 10, Google says um, how to search. Their number 10 item is how to gain weight. At number 9, how to pick a lock. At, at number eight, how to tr- how to draw a dog. <laughs> what? This is for like anywhere, right? This is an Edmonton Google searches. This is for anywhere with Google, so okay. Google Apps. So it's universally. This is okay. the yeah. Um, I guess it makes sense because my first thought was, aren't people googling like Trump or North Korea or you know? But but these I, are how tos. These are how tos though. So yes. you know. How to assess? No. Nope. No, don't do nope. that. Uh, how to solve a Rubik's cube? Are those still even Pull around? Pull off all the stickers. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's how my brother did it. He That's just broke did. it, pulled it into pieces, and no, put I it back together. I rearranged all the stickers. Oh, it's good thinking. Uh, how to change your name? Uh, and at number five, how to get a girlfriend? That totally makes sense. How to love. <laughs> All the sociopaths. Oh. That's Is so that sad. how to love or how to love? Well, I put a little bit of uh, emphasis on it, but emphasis is on it, but how to love. That's a sad inquiry. No, that's a sociopath speaking. I have no feelings. How to love. How do I feel love? How to kiss? Yeah. Faith Hill taught me that. This kiss, this kiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, how to make scrambled <laughs> eggs? No, you that's literally, a student. You, you can't not. You try and make anything with eggs. You make scrambled eggs. Like you can't. There's. You know what I mean? Like there's no it's way. It's harder to, not to make scrambled exactly. eggs. Exactly. To make scrambled eggs. How not to make scrambled eggs when trying to make a souffle would be a better. Not a souffle. A what do you call those things? Wow. Gosh, I'm getting old. You know, a ham and egg. Kelsey. What are those egg things called with ham, egg, cheese a in them? Omelet. My God. Be a little quicker on the uptake, will you? you <laughs> Is reading? there a course on that at school? <laughs> I should have taken that English course that was offered to me instead of the uh, Harry Potter one. But the number one Googled question, and this is, again, uh, as according to Google News Lab, so it's international, how to fix a toilet. I can totally see that, too. I have yeah. looked that up, and I know how to do it from stem to stern. Toilet's one of those things, man. It's scary because if the toilet's hissing or making a noise, my first thought as a homeowner is that water is now escaping 
all throughout my house or it's keeping me up at night or that little bar breaks or whatever it is and you you know sort of bend it back into a position where you think it should put the little plungy thing back down but That's it doesn't quite slope. do this it. This is a very yeah. technical conversation. Yeah, but it's it's just the way I can understand that that because everybody has a toilet. So that actually totally makes sense too, right? All right. <laughs> I can replace the whole kit and caboodle inside, Andrew. Well, good for you. If you ever need ever need it done, it, call a plumber. I will get your phone number from you yes, at some point. Yes, I know how to do it. I'll do it for free. Um, Bill in Slave Lake says, Hey, the fellow with the horn and the signal light had a prank pulled on him. I've done that numerous times by running a wire from the signal light to the horn. When my buddy phoned to tell me what was going on, I asked him if it was a right honk or a left honk. Laugh out loud. Nice. Uh-huh. How to judge a barbecue competition? You did not. Hmm. The last thing I Googled was myself just to see what's out there. Have you ever done that? Oh, yes. And have you found anything? Uh, yeah, I think it's important that everyone does that. There's all kinds of awful websites out there now. I have thankfully haven't been on any of them yet, but... Uh, you ever put your picture into Google to see if it's appearing in any other website? I didn't know you can do that. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty good feature, too. I can't remember exactly how you do it. I think it's uh, images and you just uh, drag your picture into the search bar instead of putting... Uh, huh. Yeah, and it will try and find that identical picture. So you take pictures that you've put on the internet, whether it's a, a profile picture or something you posted on Facebook, and see if anyone else is using it as your as their Facebook or, or their profile pic. I've heard many stories, and I know we've talked about them before, of people realizing their face shows up in an ad on the side on mm -hmm. Facebook, and they're like, for something else, like Vagisil. Yeah, and, wow. And they're holding it, and they're like, I did not permit this. Or people who've said they, they their kids' pictures have been used in, like, family vacation photos to, to promote, like, trips to Mexico or whatever. Yeah, actually, it's not a big deal because you can't really tell it's them, but my kids' pictures have appeared on two websites um, for camping. So they were pictures that were taken. The only place I would have published them would be on Facebook. Um, but yeah, two different campgrounds that we don't camp out a uh, camp at are, are in no way associated with. I've never been to, um, but they're beautiful. It's a beautiful picture. It's the two kids with their backs to the camera watching the sun go down over water, and you can tell it's a campground. They're sitting on a, a on a picnic bench. Mm -hmm. It's clearly them, um, but we did not give anyone permission to and use. And you just them. saw that it popped up in an ad, or somebody brought it to my attention. Somebody uh, said, "Hey, look at this link." And then I did what I just described to you. I put the picture into the images search and found the second one. Huh. Yeah. And I did write both campgrounds, um, but I, I don't know what I was demanding. I, I was sort of like, hey, you know, I don't have a problem with you using it, except you might have wanted to tell me, and neither campground got back to me. So, And the pictures are, I mean, this is, their, you know, Hunter's in university and Manny owns a business. Like, these are pictures from... 20 years ago or, or 15 to 18 years ago. So then you would have found them and at some point later put them on Facebook because Facebook yeah, was not around Yeah, I don't know where, where they got them from originally, but I think we, it was one of those things where we did a camping scenario of, look, you know, they were this old the first time we went camping right. and then this old like now or, or the kids themselves put them up. I'm not really sure. Hmm. Unless they broke into a computer, because now you've got me worried, because I don't know how they got the picture. Yeah, the you're internet right. is a scary place. You Google your name right now. See if you find something fascinating. No, no. I do that all the time. And I'll tell you what I find out in my name most often is shows that I'm not actually doing. I find that often. Or websites of agents that don't actually represent me. 
and but they say they do. So that's good that you're following up because then you can just sue everyone. You can't sue them because there's no damages, but I do get hold of them and tell them to take it down. And what they always tell me is, oh, no, no, if somebody phoned to hire you, we would put it through to your agency. You get, you know, no, you wouldn't. What they would do is book me, and then I don't show up, and they say, well, Andrew didn't show up, but we sent this other guy. That's what actually happens, but anyways, that's another side. All right, let's take uh, the break in this half hour, and when we come back, uh, last topic regard to uh, school and lessons and uh, lessons learned, but there's a lawsuit between two 10-year-olds that's uh, in court right now. All right, still to come on the show in about an hour's time, I'm going to give you that word. You can enter to win a trip to join uh, Jalen Nye and I on the winter holiday, on our winter holiday, to the beautiful area of Playa Mujeres, Mexico. We're going there January 21st to 28th. Uh, it's an excellent resort. It's going to be a great trip. It would be wonderful to win it, of course, but if you don't want to take that chance, you can visit New West Travel and uh, book the trip right now. It's pretty reasonably priced for everything that you get. And uh, when it is time for that word to come out at 420, um, it's a little difficult to find. It's a little more difficult to find our contest page than it used to be since we combined websites. So uh, how you do it is you just put in 630ched.com. Up will come the website, although it will have global at the top, but it is a global 630ched website. Along the nav bar, it says more. Um, hit that, pick contests, and then you'll see it. It's just that simple. Nothing to it. Well, it Just sounded, a ton of hoops. In my head, it <laughs> sounded simple. Uh, we'll also have a couple of pairs of tickets to Broadway across Canada, The Sound of Music. It's running September 19th to 24th. I've got two pair because we didn't give any pair away on Monday, of course, because we were on holidays. Now, I mentioned um, just a moment ago before we took the break um, that there's a lawsuit uh, in Ontario. So here's what's happening. Uh, it happened, the incident itself happened back in March of 2015. There was two 10-year-olds at a Toronto Catholic school, and they were engaged in a prank. I think probably most youngsters have played. I certainly remember doing it myself years ago, where one person sneaks up behind a guy and sort of gets down on all fours, and the other pushes him over. So, you know, can you picture that? Mm-hmm. All right. So what happened was... Do you want us to reenact it quick so um, we can really visualize? We can do it out on the deck during the break, okay. if you'd like. Uh, so what happened in this particular case, according to the statement of claim, is that this 10-year-old child knew that these other kids were doing that, told them that he didn't want them to do it, which apparently becomes an important part of the case um, because he didn't give them consent. Um, and then they did it anyways, and he broke his arm. So now uh, the parents, two years later, of the child whose arm was broken are suing for, um, I think, $600,000 is the lawsuit. Just looking for it here. Uh, yeah. The injured boy suffered great pain as a result of the broken arm. His mother was forced to take time off work and pay for child care and medical expenses as a result of the injury. Um, she said her family received... Uh, or had sent a series of uh, lawyers' letters indicating that her son, um, they sent out uh, to the other parents that their sons would be held responsible if they didn't come to some settlement, which they refused to do. Uh, in an interview, the mother of one of the kids described it as just a game students play all the time, falling backwards, these things happened. Uh, both parents said their children had not intended to cause any harm, um, but when and when it became apparent the boy was hurt, the boys involved in the pushing incident actually are the ones that carried him to the school office, notified officials, and made sure he got immediate medical care. Uh, yeah, $600,000. And now they're suing the school board, they're suing the school, and they're suing the 10-year-olds. 
that were involved in this because by default that means that their parents then are responsible if they get a positive action out of the suit. All in favor for Australia's model where no one can sue. Yeah, nobody wants to see their child injured in a playground, but if you open it up to any injury on a playground could result in a lawsuit. And you know, because it's a lawsuit, because it's legal stuff, everybody who responds to this has to respond in a sort of a legal argument way. Like nobody can just go, that's stupid, or these things happen, because that's not a defense, right? So what the school board is saying, or sorry, the school is saying that no, they have a rule that does not allow for pushing in the schoolyard. And since the students didn't follow the rule that was posted, that exonerates them of any responsibility for the incident. That's their defense. Hasn't mm-hmm. been tried yet. Um, but it's going ahead. So this will be a lawsuit that will cost everybody a whole bunch of money because two kids push somebody down. I don't know. Is this a bullying conversation or no, is I don't this a think ridiculous it is. Situation? I, I, I don't think it is a bullying because here's my problem with bullying is that with any term that becomes really popular where it's, uh, you know, anti-feminist or, or homophobic or it's bullying, or like as soon as an idea becomes popular that we can't do it anymore, everybody tries to fit their situation into that. And they don't all fit into that. And it doesn't give... It, it takes away from the argument that was made in the first place for us not to do those things. This is not bullying. This is 10-year-olds playing in a playground and somebody getting hurt. And I don't really see the difference between that and somebody falling off monkey bars or slipping while going up the, the ladder to the slide, you know, or two kids monkeying around and, and one of them bangs their head on something. I just, I just had a flashback to grade two mm-hmm. and I had the biggest crush on a boy named Andy, and mm. I, I liked him since the first day of kindergarten. And the way mo- I think a lot of girls, and I'm included in this, when they're little, the way we show that we really like a boy is by like pulling on their ears right. or being kind of rough with them, punching like, them in the arm. Yeah, because yeah. we don't know how to show our love. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of I went to storm off as we were talking, and I had my winter jacket open and. The wind kind of took my jacket up and it, my zipper cut his lip. Ooh. And he started running down the soccer field. And naturally, I chased after him because I didn't want him to be mad at me. And it was completely unintentional. And he was just full out sprinting, yelling, I'm going to sue you. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part was if I had just left it, it would have been fine. He would have had a bloody lip and it was fine. But I was because I was chasing after him, he was yelling and looked back at me. He tripped over a rock and ended up smashing the side of his face. Uh, on, on the side of this field where there's all kinds of gravel. So we ended up in the principal's office. He let the principal know that he was going to sue me as soon as he could call his mom. And then both of our parents were called in, and my mom and his mom got hauled into the principal's office, and uh, they ended up all agreeing that there's probably no need for a lawsuit here. It was just uh, a well, lover's... considering it was, it was the 10-year-old's idea... It was a lover's quarrel. A lover's quarrel. <laughs> you know what you should have done? They should have sent you straight home to Google how to love. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.